Welcome to Junior Doctors Corner, the podcast that helps medical students and junior doctors like yourself not only survive but thrive in your careers. We cover topics including doctor well-being, career, and life outside of medicine. My name is Dana and I am your host for this podcast. Are you ready for a healthy dose of support, motivation, and inspiration? Then let's start this episode stat. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Junior Doctors Corner. Today I interview one of my close friends, Jody, who decided to have children very early on in her medical career. I thought it was important to get her perspective as it is a dilemma amongst a lot of female doctors who would like to start a family but don't know when is a good time during their training. I know of a lot of female doctors who wait till they complete their specialty training before having children but I thought it would be nice to feature someone who has done the opposite of that. Please note that there was a bit of background noise and banging because we were joined by Jody's youngest Noah so I hope you enjoy this episode and find it useful. So today on the podcast we have my good friend Jody and her beautiful little son here. Jodi, welcome to Junior Doctor's Corner. Thank you for having me. So for um, people who are not lucky enough to have met you and gotten to know you yet, uh, can you please tell us a bit about yourself? Yes, so I'm a junior house officer in uh, Queensland and I have two beautiful children, my little 10-month-old and a four-year-old little girl who are everything. And I guess the other little thing about me is that before I did med, I was a radiographer for quite a number of years um, before making the change and doing my degree down in Victoria before coming back up here where the weather's better. (laughs) So um, apart from weather reasons, which is completely valid, I totally understand, (laughs) I would choose where I live just based on weather alone, Um, why did you choose medicine as a career? I think like my family had a lot of health issues with my brother and my dad and a lot of my childhood was surrounded with medical things and it just sparked quite a strong interest in me which led me to do radiography just to get a taste for that healthcare field and then I realised that medicine was really where I wanted to be and it just took some time to do a lot of other life things first before jumping into what we all know is quite a demanding career. Mm, mm, okay. From my understanding is that you had your Korean um, radiography, but then when you went through medical school, you had your oldest um, child, yeah. is that right? That's right. So I had, I got pregnant in my third year of med and I took a year off so I could be with her. Mm-hmm. Um, which was so great (laughs) and so I went back and I finished my third and final year of med before getting my internship up here and that was challenging having a baby and doing med at the same time but I'm glad that I did it that way because I was easily able to take a year off without Mm. any consequences Mm. which was really great. 
And so you you went into your internship as a young mum and, you know, like you said, there were, uh, you faced some challenges when you were in medical school. Um, but, you, you know, you, luckily you were able to take time off. But what was that like for you to do internship as a young mum? I think it was really, it was hard. Like, you can't deny that. Parenting is hard, full stop. But when you have such a demanding career and you're an intern and you're trying to find your feet in a new role and a new department all the time and our hours were not family friendly, Mm. I found that quite challenging and I'm lucky that I have a super supportive husband and we've moved closer to our family and they were vital in me getting through that year for Mm. sure because they were able to look after my little one and I knew she was being loved and cared for even if I couldn't be there there would be like a it could be three days would go by and I hadn't seen her because I was at the hospital but at the same time I really enjoyed what I was doing so it kind of made up for the fact I you know had to sacrifice so much Mm. like you mentioned Medicine is not very family-friendly as a career with the long hours that we work. Um, What about when things inevitably happen, like, um, you know, one of your children gets sick? Um, Do you find that your workplace is quite supportive in you taking time off to look after your child? Or how, how did you navigate all of that? I think for our family, and this would obviously be different depending on your family setup, but mm-hmm. my husband would always take time off first. Okay. And I would always go to work. Mm-hmm. And I found different rotations mm-hmm. would be um, accepting in different ways of me having to take time off <coughs> if I needed to look after um, my kids on a particular day. Mm-hmm. Some were very supportive, and yep, of course, that's no problems. Others weren't so much. Right. That's just the nature of each mm-hmm. different department. Like you can't. That's a personal mm-hmm. factor, I guess, in each one. Mm-hmm. But it was hard because I felt like maybe I wasn't contributing enough. Sorry. That's okay. He's <laughs> talking. <laughs> but if if it wasn't for my outside support, I wouldn't have been able to do it for sure. Mm. Mm. Okay. So would you say that it takes a lot of planning sort of ahead like did you have already like an agreement between you and your husband before you started um intern year yes we just agreed that we would together do what it took to get through that year Mm because we knew it was going to be hard Mm -hmm. and it would be an adjustment for all of us um we do we did have daycare to help as well which was good but then you have to pick your child up from daycare at some point Mm. Um, but that was just our agreement going in. That's that's how we were going to make it work. And that's hard for the other person as well, mm-hmm. knowing that they're the main carer mm-hmm. and working at the same time. Mm-hmm. That was hard, but like you, I'm glad that we did it and we're through it now. <laughs> so what was it like for you when you found yourself pregnant partway through internship? How did that turn out? Because from my understanding, it was unexpected. Yeah, well, I think both times, I would never let my career dictate 
when I would have a baby or when I would try and get pregnant because the, my work is important but not as important to me as my family. And that was really clear when I had my daughter and we um, just made that situation work for us and we did the same thing this time. Like we were both so excited because we really wanted to have another baby. And, you know, I found myself having some complications during the pregnancy and I was worried about how that how my work was going to support if they were going to support me and what they would do and they ended up being very understanding and supportive of my situation and um, I was very grateful for that but I think the main thing was I was just excited and I didn't let work take away from that because it's not as important so I take that from um, you saying that you really wanted to have a second child so while you were going through medicine, um, that it was an active choice on your part to start a family young rather than wait until you've um, done all your training? Yeah, definitely. I think there's no great time and I'd already spoken to a lot of other people sort of trying to information gather because which is quite difficult because people don't like to talk about family plans. Mm. They're afraid that perhaps that will sort of highlight to your employer that maybe you're not taking, which is ridiculous, not taking medicine seriously, which is not true at all. Or that maybe you're afraid that they won't employ you because you might go on maternity leave or you might want to go part-time or whatever it is, which mm. are all not valid. Mm -hmm. So I think... I had, you know, the benefit of talking to some people who were further along in their career mm -hmm. and they had had children at different stages. Mm -hmm. And then after gathering all that information, I realised that it doesn't matter when you do it. It's hard no matter when. Mm -hmm. And there's pros and cons of doing it before or after your mm -hmm. training. Mm -hmm. So that sort of highlighted to me that everybody is different. And, you know, you don't want... Well, I didn't want to get to a point where I, my, I say to myself, my career is good now, I'm happy with that, and now let's focus on my family. And that choice would be different for different people. Yeah. But um, for us, children is very, very important. And we wanted to be young and fun and enjoy the life along the way and mm. all the career stuff will happen as it as it's meant to yeah and I think that for me I take a step back now I'm not on you know this crazy career train where you must do all of these things and you're in a rush and you know you're already however many steps behind everyone else and that's given me a lot of freedom to just step back and really think oh what what do I really want to get out of it because mm -hmm. it'll have to be something good for me to leave my children at home to do that mm -hmm. and it's given me a lot of clarity and made me much better when I am at work okay that's it's I'm glad to hear that um you know having that clarity and knowing what you want um from medicine and from life and you know that family is of utmost importance to you but that doesn't mean that you value your career any less definitely not and I just went back to work this week and, 
you know, I was in ED seeing someone and you, I just had a moment of, oh, I really love my job yeah. and I'm really glad I came back. Yeah. And now I have two amazing things in my life, yeah. my family and my job, which I'm very lucky. And how, how was that for you, um, settling back into work um, after taking some time off to look after this <laughs> cute little one here? It was sort of, I was a bit anxious to go back because I'd been away for 11 months. But once you get back in there, and I'm lucky enough to be going into a department that I'm quite passionate about, and that's where I want to go. So that definitely made it a lot easier. Um, no, I was very excited to get back, actually, and just talk to some adults and have a coffee <laughs> when it's hot. And obviously, we don't get lunch every day, but like it is nice, because being at home is, is definitely hard work as well. Yeah. So, do you have any advice for junior doctors who are anxious about starting a family early in their career? My advice would be that it's to stop listening to other people about when they think it's a good time to have a family because they're not you, they're not your, in your situation. Mm-hmm. And you know, there's a lot more that goes into the decision of do I want to have a baby or not you know some you know you never know what's behind and what people have been through and so it's I would never say that to anybody you must do it this way because you can see when you're at work that people have done it all the different ways what I would probably say is if you see someone you know that you're working with who has kids you know they're usually really open to having a discussion about like what it was like for them and and you know you'll obviously be in the same health service was it were they supportive and all of those types of things because it'll be different no matter where you work but I think if you want to have a family you just have a family like that's life like and you may love your job which is great which I do but I do love my kids more <laughs> so for those I mean you know there's a lot of talk on um, social media every now and then you'll see blog articles um, done by um, maybe surgeons in their um, you know coming to their 40s and they feel like they they at the time when they were in their 20s or 30s they made the decision to put their life on hold for their careers and they come up the other end regretting you know certain things like not having found a life partner um, you know, or at least frozen their eggs or done something so that to, to ensure that they can still have that option of having a family. Um, and there is also um, another group of people, I guess, who are just mainly nervous about negotiating with hospitals or workplace. Um, like, they do know that they want to have their family now, but they're not confident in, you know, speaking up for themselves. Yes. Do you have any advice around that? I would think that's a hard one because that really um, is going to change depending on what specialty you're in and where you're working. So how did you go about organising your work such that you get to work part-time now, which sort of fits in more for your family life and your career? So I was very transparent and I was very direct with what my expectations were. 
right from before I took maternity leave. I was always saying I'm only going to come back part-time for this year. And so I wasn't, um, you know, I just felt that was important for me because I wanted to be clear about what I needed. And if they weren't able to give me that, then I wanted to at least know that up front. Mm -hmm. um, I was lucky enough that um, the, this particular health service is happy for to have part-time JHOs and other resident medical officers. But in my particular field... Um, they were wanting me to come back early mm. from my maternity leave mm. and that put me in a position where I could um, in some way negotiate exactly what hours I would do. Yeah. So, like, I think we worked together. They needed someone and I wanted some certainty yep. and clarification around what I was agreeing to because it's very important, especially now that I have two children, it's much harder for me just to do random days here and there because that's not how daycare works. Yeah. You have to book them in on a day. And yeah. they were very helpful in allowing me to say I'm available on these times, on these days, yeah. and I'm happy to help on weekends, yeah. like as needed. Yeah. So I think this particular department was very open to it. Mm. And their rostering allows, allows that to happen. And that's not going to be the same across... The hospital. Yep. But I'm lucky in my area that they were willing to work with me. Yep. And I could show them how it would work for both of us. If they're both willing to, you know, compromise, then everybody wins. That's really great to hear that you were able to be firm with what you want. And it's also great to hear that you had a department who was very supportive and open to accommodating your needs and wants. Um, I guess I can imagine if I were in your shoes, I would have been so tempted to cave to the pressure, um, you know, to take up more than I could necessarily handle simply because, you know, worried about getting onto training programs and things like that. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if you felt any of that pressure when you tried to negotiate with them. I think, um, my outlook is a little different. I'm not sort of well we're all worried about getting onto a training program I'm just not worried about when right because I've chosen to have a family along the way it just sort of opened my eyes to everything else that happens yeah. along the path from internship to getting into a training program to being a reg to being a consultant like that's a long time and there's so much more that you can fit in rather than just work. Mm. And so when I was negotiating to come back and sort of what I was wanting, I didn't really feel that pressure, mm -hmm. but I probably would have if I didn't have children. Yep. I think my focus is just a little bit shifted. Not that I don't think what we do is important and I'm very committed to my job. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm very good now at setting my own boundaries and yep. I'm very efficient. Well, I think I'm very efficient <laughs> when I'm there because I have a very good reason to get out yep. on time. Yep. And some, like that's not always going to work out and mm. I understand that and so does my family. But I do make it very clear where my boundaries are yep. and that's important for me. And, and then they know too. Mm. So I don't think it would work if you were 
willing to move the boundaries all the time. Yeah, yeah. So that that would be difficult. I think you'd just burn yourself up trying to you know, accommodate two things that are demanding. That's very true. Yeah. And I think I have to be protective of myself and sorry. <laughs> and not let myself get burnt out because yeah. I have two little people who are dependent on me. Yeah. And not me solely, but for me to be a great mother, <laughs> I want to be a good doctor and a good mum. Mm. And being a mother, I think, makes me a better doctor. And I won't let medicine change what type of mum I am. Mm. So did you have a plan B for, you know, you know in, in case the department that you were asking to come back to weren't agreeable to your terms and conditions my so initially my plan was I had organized a job share I found another mum who had two young children and we both wanted to job share and so before and them asking me to come back early we had convinced the department to try a job share that it would right. be a good idea yep and you know what was if they were to be negative? What were the reasons? They mm. weren't. They were willing to give us a go, mm. but because they wanted us to come back early, yep. my job share partner wasn't able to do that, but I was. Yeah. And so that's how I was able to negotiate right. that time. So that would have been my plan B. Right. And I guess if I hadn't have had that, yeah, that would have been difficult because yep. I would have been forced to come yep. back full time, and yep. I suppose that yep. would have meant my husband would have needed to go part time, mm. and that's more of a family choice that yep. we. Don't, didn't want to use daycare five days a week and yep. that's a very personal choice and nothing against anybody who wants to do that. Yep. It's also a very valid choice. It just wouldn't work for us. Mm. And we needed to be honest with ourselves about what was realistic for us and we didn't want to have any regrets. We really wanted to have kids and we just want to get as much time with them as possible whilst also fulfilling the other things we want to do along the way. Yeah. Well, it's great that you actually thought one step ahead. Not only did you approach the department and said, hey, this is what I want. You also went, well, I have a solution here for you that you should yeah. consider. I think that was the key, mm. to show them how it would work rather than let anybody focus on the negatives, which, you know, is easier to do. Yeah. <laughs> so you're very busy mum and doctor at the same time <laughs> can you tell us maybe one or two things that keep you sane in this crazy busy life of yours I think the main things that keep me sane are definitely will keep me grounded would be coming home to my children and just you know I'm just like any other mum I love them and their cuddles and love just keep me really happy and grounded. And no matter what kind of crazy day I've had, like, that's always the highlight. And just makes you realise what's important and not to sweat all the small stuff. But also just making sure I have a little bit of time for myself. Yeah. Like, just carve a little bit of time just... You know, even just a really long shower or hot yep. bath or, you know, I like painting. I can do a little bit of that just to make sure I don't lose myself along the way because mm. I have a lot of demands on my time. Yeah. I can't forget me in there too. Yep. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Jodie, for joining us on Junior Doctor's Corner. Well, thank you for having me and Noah. <laughs> <laughs>
before we wrap up this episode, I just wanted to quickly mention something that Jodie wanted to talk about but didn't get a chance to during the interview. She's part of a Facebook group called Medical Mums and highly recommends any young female doctors with children to join it if you haven't already. It has been a place of great support for Jodie and her family. I'd also like to thank everyone who has supported this podcast so far. If you've really enjoyed the podcast episodes, please leave a review on iTunes. It really helps other people who need to hear this podcast find this podcast. If you really liked that episode, please don't forget to leave a review on iTunes to help a sister out. And don't forget to subscribe to our email list so that you never miss an episode. 